Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Napolitan. This show is for C-level executives, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and speakers who have found success, but they don't have the life that they want. On this weekly show, we're going to be talking about business skills to have more business while we design our ideal life and have more life, more business, more life without sacrifice. Welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast, our first one in 2021. Uh, Welcome to the new year. And also, I want to welcome back Giovanni Casals and Alvaro Dominguez, who are going to help us have a conversation around how do we set ourselves up for success in this new year? How do we like blow out that New Year's resolution and actually start setting some achievable things and be able to celebrate our lives? Let's, uh, Let's get into the discussion. Welcome, welcome, gentlemen. Uh, great to have you back. So we finished the year together and we'll start the new year together here. And so I think we're going to kind of parlay off of our conversation from uh, last week. But really, here we are starting 2021. You know, I guess I'm just really curious. Are, do you have any specific habits to start the year or something specific that you're working on for 2021? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's kind of already started started back in 2020, but is to just more uh, personal development on things that are, I feel, slowing me down, slowing me down, stopping or challenging me from accomplishing my goals. As you've taught, if you keep doing something or reaching for something, but something keeps slowing you down, stopping you or challenging you from getting there, there's there's probably something uh, mindset in there. So I think for me, there's a, a few things I would like to take care of in 2021 of being able to be seen, actually, Alvaro and I were before uh, you jumped on. At we're talking a little bit about it of me just liking to be in the the back, the back of things, and not necessarily needing to be in the spotlight. Which I still don't need to be in the spotlight, but it, I think it does slow me down from certain things. And so that's such is, a great looking guy. You know, you, uh, you know fine. the beard it's the, it's and the, the hair. Beard. It's the beard. It's, it's yeah. the, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh. Yeah, so that's I think that's something definitely uh, that I'm working on in 2021 is allowing myself to be seen. That's so beautiful, and you know I I also recommitted because I used to have a neurolinguistics programming session uh, every month for like a four year period at the early stages of my personal growth, and then I was even asking my wife, I'm like, because I just had one a week ago. And I was like, why did I stop doing this every month? And she said, I think it's when you started going into training, when I started to learn to be a practitioner, then I was like in so much NLP, it was like a lot to do. And I, and then I never, after finishing and completing that and those certifications, then I never went back to monthly. I was still doing them. So I recommitted to uh, go month go every month until I, until I clear some things that are still, like you just said, that are still bugging me. And I know they're there and no amount of strategy is going to, you know, make it go away. It's like the deeper stuff that I can't work on myself. You know, it's going to take me getting someone else that's highly skilled or trained (laughs) to be able to see me and allow me to move past. So, so I also made that commitment for 2021 to go deeper and let these things that may be uh, inhibiting what I truly want and desire. Yeah. So I love it, brother. Like, so basically we're both in a way, this is uh self-development, like committing to working on, on, on self. Yep. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. That, that's funny. Cause um, as you guys were talking, it's just like, what do I want? It's just like, 
it's it's also a little bit as Giovanni was saying, it's not something new, but it's like how to reach more clarity, right? Of where I am and what do I want? How how that so that's that's the uh that's the goal, right? And it's an ongoing, you know, goal is like to keep growth on, on that arena, to be more congruent with self. So I can be more congruent with what I do and how I present myself and the things that I, uh, I am achieving. Which is very similar, right? It's like really reflecting on ourselves. So I think, uh, yeah, exactly. well, you know, for all three of us to say that and, and come to these conclusions shows how much we've already invest in ourselves that that's like our our number one thing and and even as you were saying that Alvaro I was thinking wow because I'm also deciding to do it around music I've had like music lessons here and there but I haven't committed to like weekly lessons and I also realized in the last couple of weeks I'm like you know what I'm gonna do that this year I'm gonna I'm gonna have uh, music lessons every week and um, start investing in that and I've also been dabbling and learning Italian. I did, uh, I learned with uh, Duolingo, I did all last year and then tried to talk with different Italians here and there, but it was here and there. So I think I'm also uh, going to commit, this one I haven't committed. So I definitely committed to the music lessons, but I'm also looking for an Italian uh, teacher where uh, maybe once a month or maybe weekly, I actually get on with an Italian instructor to push myself to learn uh, that language and, and speak with my relatives you know, back in Italy and also my relatives in Australia, they all speak English and Italian. It was only our American cousins that cut Italian off. You know, they just went all English. So, so those are some things that interesting enough, it's, it's a different way of self-love because I haven't given myself permission to like take those classes because it felt in a way frivolous. It's like, oh, I have all these obligations with my family and all those things. How would I take that time to go have more lessons and and have more private time. But I'm talking to myself right now. I basically know that I've done this before and I've tried to talk myself out of it. And then as soon as I did it, it was better for everyone. It was better for my kids. It was better for my my wife and I. So I'm, I guess here I am on this podcast recommitting to self even further. Yeah. Right. I mean, it goes back to, to, uh, if you, if you are the whole the wholer you are, you know, the more complete you are, the better you can offer yourself to others, you know. And in this, um, in these activities that we do, you know, working with others to uh, provide them the support that they are seeking, you know, um, it's essential, right? It's essential to to have that congruence with self. And also, uh, one of the things that I want is to, a lot of it is like self-understanding and also understanding others, what's, what's going on to better serve them. Um, which is a completely different mindset that I had, you know, years ago. <laughs> it's quite amazing. Yeah. I mean, and that's one thing that I've learned. If I want to see change in myself, the best way to see that is to see change in others, you know, and just, I mean, one, it gives you the possibilities when we see our fellow human beings changing and making the difference in their life. That's what drives us to say it's possible, you know, like, 
um, a possible Italian, right? See, get, getting my lessons in there. So you, um, you can have uh, this more. It goes back to that Roger Bannister story. You know, like he, he, no one, I say, I repeat this all the time, but no one thought he could run less than a four minute mile. And then he did. And within that year, 19 other people did. So when we start seeing change in others, we can see more change in ourselves and know you know, know what's possible. And I think, you know, so this is a year to dream like any year, allowing yourself choice, right. That you, that you can choose that, that I can choose. And I think you're right. That wholeness, that, that being that you're bringing up Alvaro is so important because if my glass is diminished, like if you just have a pitcher of water or a glass of water, how can you, how can you give. You know, I saw this with my parents, like my mom, I used to be so upset at her. And it wasn't until later in my adult life that I realized she didn't have much water to give. How can I blame her or be upset with her? She gave everything that she could, but it wasn't much. And then that's where, um, and there was a lot of times she did give, you know, so I'm not taking it to like zero or anything, but uh, she gave what she could. That's what I'm getting at. And so I have so much more compassion for her even as I've learned this. Yeah. And, and that has uh, driven these decisions. And so wherever you are, you know, starting 2021, you know, it's um, in that forgiving others, you know, letting that go. Because if you hold that, um, that grudge or that upsetness, what I found is I was taking energy away from myself. I was like losing self-energy because I was harboring and holding that and or also forgiving myself where, like I, I've said on previous podcasts where I felt like a failure and I was like, not, I was letting myself down. So I think if you want to, uh, for me, and I don't know what you guys think about this, but first thing is first, letting go, right? It's kind of interesting. We're reaching for what we want for this new year, but also we have to let go at the same time, which is a strange like oxymoron, right? How do you grab onto something and let go at the same time? But it's in that space of targeting which way I want to go and then letting it evolve because the path that we think is going to get us to the end of 2021 is probably not exact, right? So if we can just set ourselves in the right direction, this is the way I want to go and then allow the how to come about. Uh, that's, that's what, you know, flexibility, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been thinking about that. Um, the first part about you know the grudges and whatnot, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, with maturity, the maturity of um, of letting go that things are not the way we cannot change how other people are reacting or are doing. That's that's not on our real. The only thing that we can do is change how we perceive others' actions or how we perceive whatever our circumstances. And that allows us to be more focused on the things that we actually do want. And that congruence is that letting go. Because having that self, you know, it's like, yeah, this is, these are the things that I want. And I'm taking, I'm congruent with the, um, following the steps that I think are best to get there. But just let it go a little bit of the outcome. And the outcomes come on their own. That's what I've found as well. And it took right. some work. So, it took some work. It took some work in self it's, it's to just because it wasn't the way that I yeah. thought, you know? Um, or that you have to, you know, be on the clock, you know, and that is, you know, what right. What do you need to be right. punished for? Yeah, <laughs> that we think that it has to be 
hard. That goes back to the no pain, no gain, you know, that yes, there's, there is gain in, in things that are painful and and most likely we remember them really well because it was painful, but there's also a lot to gain without pain. And so we shouldn't overlook that as well. Give permission for that to come. And it's not, and that's not taking away effort, right? Because if the effort is, if, if you're putting that effort out of like wanting and out of love, right? It's like, it's like parenting, right? (laughs) <laughs> there's uh there's hard. moments for sure it's uh it's you know it's the biggest learning thing in my life right. um you know it's crazy and you think as a parent you're supposed to be teaching them but i think i learn more than they are learning there i've learned more from the situation than than i think they do so it's it's a tremendous part of of my life um yeah like i've chosen not to be a parent right and one of the things you know it has a lot of benefits but at the same time, it comes at a cost. And one of the costs is that, um, that teaching from, uh, of being in charge and caring for a, a young creature that is always, you know, testing and giving because they give so much. And that is something that. You know, yeah, well, and to, you can still have that too. You I'll know, switch. one thing I've <laughs> reflected on because my dad was such a workaholic, there was a lot of men that came through my life that uh, were like surrogate uh, parents. And some came for a short period, some came for a long period. And I noticed after reflecting many years later that they either didn't have kids. I was like, why did this man give so much time to me? Why did they care so much? What did I give back? And I thought that I was getting the advantage right. uh, and maybe I did, you know, and maybe that was, but they did uh, give. And I, I, I was questioning it because I, at that, when I was younger, I thought, why would they do this for me? Like, what do they have to gain? You know, but then I realized they either didn't have kids or they didn't have a son. A couple of people, they'd had some, do- they had their daughters and they loved their daughters, but they also uh, were like, oh, this is a, a young man that's ambitious. Uh, I can give some of my things that I w- that I can't give to my daughters. I can teach them about how I became a man and what went went through. So I think you get that opportunity, Alvaro. You get to, and the cool thing, I've had some friends like that. They're like, yeah, I get to be a parent. I get to do some parenting or some teaching, but then those kids go home. You know, they, they go, they go, they go home. They, you don't have to worry about the bedtime and the diapers and all that. And believe me, the diapers are the easy part. People think, oh my gosh, you have to change that. Oh my gosh, that's the easy part. When they get older, <laughs> there's so many other things that are way more complex than changing their darn diaper. In some ways you're like, oh yeah, can I just set you down and you're still there? No, they grow legs and they run around and they're gone. So bringing us back, uh, this is all part of, I, I want to get to, I want to ask Giovanni, like, so what are the things that you set yourself up for the new year? Like if you were to give some points, like if you were to advise someone to kind of set themselves up for uh, more opportunity in their life, what would be the, but what are the things that you do, Giovanni, or what would you suggest to others to like start off 2021? Yeah. Uh, I moved away from resolutions. I never, it never worked out for me. It's like, I just, Stop it. So, and I just, I mean, it could be the same thing. I just changed the name of it, the naming scheme to a goal or something like that. And then it kind of goes back. If you're listening to this um, and you haven't listened to the previous uh, podcast is giving yourself compassion and permission for a lot of things um, of something. Cause what's the stat again for um, New Year's resolutions? It's like four weeks in or something like, or not even that it's, it's eight days. 
No, eight eight days, I think, is what they're saying. That's what Mark LeBlanc says, who's also a speaker from the National Speaker Association and a friend of mine. He uh, he does a whole talk about, you know, it, like right on point with you, Giovanni, like why make a New Year's resolution when you can you can actually make resolutions every day and you can call it something different because we associate it with like once a year, I get to reset, but then you only get eight days. And then he always says, okay, so then what if you reset once a month, then you get 96 new days a year. You know, if you get eight days a month, that would be 96. But what if you reset every week and better yet, this is why I like plan tomorrow today. What if you reset every day? So it's giving yourself like a goal for the year. Like I like your word goal. And then, and then allowing yourself to reset every day, having that flexibility because we know it's going to change. Yeah. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to give a big shout out to pro audio voices. They help me with all of my podcasts and Becky and her team are just amazing. I've known them for years, even before I started my podcast. And that's why she was my go-to because not only does she help me sound great and produces the podcast. So it's easy for me. I can do what I do best. I do the speaking and the interviewing, and then they do all that background work to help get the podcast out there in the right way with the highest quality. But on top of that, what makes it most critical to me, for those of you that know me, wow, clients are important. Wow, relationships are important. And working with Becky and her team is definitely wow. I get an amazing experience. I get to work with amazing people. A lot of love and hugs. Let's put it that way. So if you want to work with great people and you want to get a podcast out and you want to let go of all the technology and the way that it's recorded so you can do what you do best, then you definitely want to get a hold of Pro Audio Voices. And it's ProAudioVoices.com and you'll be able to reach Becky and her team and be able to let go of all that stuff so you can do what you do best and then delegate the rest. Yeah. So that's pretty much, is that, do you want to add something to that? Or is that, that's pretty much how you live? Like with uh, just setting kind of a direction and then, and then adjusting along the way. Is that what you do? Or I think that's like, I think that's been my life uh, is just set a direction. And then uh, when I was younger, it was just set a direction and then wherever the wind blew me, hopefully it went in that direction. Now it's uh, set the direction, have the steering wheel or rudder and then just use the wind to get me where I want to go. And if the wind creates a tornado, um, like uh, 2020, it's like, okay, you just direct yourself out of it and just find out the new path. I think that's the main thing is just being flexible, the um, behavioral flexibility of just like, okay, my goal's over there. And you always say it, right? It's like, if you're going on this dirt road that's been closed for the last 20 years and you're on it and you don't have the right vehicle for it if you have the right vehicle for it and it's fun for you then by all means go down it but if you have a sports car on this dirt path that has all these divots and yeah hills and bumps and all this other stuff and somebody just tells you hey there's like a f- brand new freeway just right over there it's smoother takes you directly where you want to go it's like just being like oh okay there's a new way there's another way of doing it there's multiple ways of doing it right it's like right. How, what what's the level of i don't know the level of difficulty you want to get there because you can make things very easy to get you somewhere. You could take the hard way. And I think a lot of people tend to go for the hard way or somewhere in the middle of it. Unless side tangent or not. But like I think things used to come to me very easy easily when I was younger. And I was like I don't I don't would say resented it, but it was just like like no, I gotta like prove myself kind of a thing, right? And so things that used to come to me easily are coming a little harder now because I resisted them. And I'm just like, man, after a few mindset sessions and stuff, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, excuse me. Oh, uh, stuff used to be, I used to get that stuff a lot easier. 
when I was younger. But then I had, I, I trained myself like, no, I have to work for it. I have to, I have to earn it somehow. Whereas before I was like, oh yeah, like, yeah. It, oh, it's just coming. And he's like, okay. And things, and now I'm like, no, I, ha I have to get it a certain way. Sometimes I, I have to get it a certain way or that, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, no, just there's an easier way. Like why make it so hard? Yeah. So. It's, it's so true. And I think having, you know, this comes back to Jim Collins. He did so much research in the eighties uh, and wrote and uh, co-wrote the book built to last. He did good to great. He did a number of other books. But the thing that he always said was the most successful long-term, and I'm talking about companies, but this can come to our personal identity as well, is preserve the core. And what he meant was like your core beliefs, your core strategies, what you want in your life, that, that question of like what you want, preserve that with everything that you can, because that's who you are. And then be willing to change everything else, everything else is like, and you know, that's, and if we, you know, if we look at our previous year, 2020, with all the change that went on. I can't tell you how many people I got on the phone with, how many clients we worked with that are like, oh my gosh, it really brought me back to my core. You know, like, what do I want? We, I think many of us question, what do I want? And so I think it's perfect for going into this year. What is it that you want? And then really set your sights on that and then be willing and flexible, which I think 2020 was also a great teacher of. How can you flex? How much can you flex? And the more that we can bend, the less we break, right? If you're really rigid, that's when things break. That's when it hurts more. That's when, you know, all those things happen. So I love what you're saying, Giovanni. And, you know, so it's just really setting your sights on what you want and not be so rigid. I think we all can be too rigid on ourselves. And I know I've done that. I've set a whole goal with a map and everything for the whole year. And then within the first week, I used to always have a joke, you know, Chinese New Year uh, typically comes a month later in February, right? And I, I can't tell you how many years I'm like, okay, I'm going to restart uh, Chinese New Year. I get to start my new year over again. I can't wait because it, it, it would always like within a week, I would be already off track. I'd be like, what? You know, so be, so I guess what we're saying, I think what I'm adding to what you're saying, Giovanni, is that that is going to happen. It's going to happen. So you set your sights on something, then all of a sudden new things are going to come, new lessons are going to come. Be willing to flex, but you can keep going towards your goal and, but be willing to flex how you get there. So I think that's what I would close on my thought for the new year is, you know, do write down what you want, you know, because I think some people I've even talked about, they're like, I'm not even going to write anything down because I never get what I want, you know, and it's kind of grumpy about it. And it's like, okay, hey, let that go. That's not being kind to yourself. Ask for what you want, but then be willing to be flexible on how you get there because we probably don't know. We probably don't know. How many people actually ask themselves, like, so when we ask ourselves, so what would I like or what would you like? It's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Great. What will having that do for you? Yeah. So going a little bit deeper has a little bit more of how, what it is that we're looking for. And, and you know, if we are actually making our, uh, creating our experience, if we say we want something and we're not getting it, maybe we're not wanting that really. At least not or, yet. Or maybe we think it's the answer. I can't tell you how many right. people I've mm -hmm. come to me and said, you know, they might already be a millionaire. Like quite a few millionaires I've gotten to work with have come in to ask for more money. And when I ask that question, what will having that do for you? More than one of them it's, have said, have pondered for a second and said, you know what? I don't. 
want more money. I think I, I just think that that's the answer. But you know, I thought being a millionaire would have been the answer, and now it's not. So why would more money be the answer? And then we actually get to what they really want, and it's not something that money can buy. You know, like you. So really look at that that question. I just want to emphasize it yeah. one more time. What will having that do for you? That is a a magical question you know, specifically around neuro-linguistics programming, but just on a simple question, it really makes you go deeper. And I think that depth is where we find what we want because that goes, this goes back to the road. You know, like people already presuppose that I need more money. Oh, I can't have what I want until I have more money. That's just one example, right? But then the reality is how many times can we have that without the money? There is probably a lot. And so we have to ask ourselves what we really want and then be flexible on how we get there because you might not even need the money. And that's that baffles people, but you have to let that go for a second. First and foremost, ask yourself what you would like and then what will having that do for you and just go as deep as you can. You can ask yourself that question many times, like in a journal. You can say, well, we'll have that do for me and then write it down. And then I say, okay, what will having that do for me? And then write it down. And I, I, I'm with you, Albert. I think that's a great lesson. And it's nice when you have a facilitator, someone to ask those questions of you. Um, but if you don't, then writing it down can be a really good exercise, really good exercise. And, and as you're planning right now for your new year, I, I, I second that, Alvar. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, really good. Definitely. I would just add on top of that. Once you get the thing that you do want in a different way than you expected, allowing yourself to accept that. And celebrate it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yes. yeah. That's it. Cause yeah, if it comes in a different way, I've, I've done it. I know I have, yeah, I can raise I, my I, hand that I've like pushed it away. I thought, Oh, yeah. that's not the way I want, but then it's there. And sometimes we're so confused. We we're so set that it was going to come in one way. And that, like, we thought that it was going to be a, a FedEx package and then somehow it got delivered in a different way and we reject it, but it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that the part about like to celebrate, it's just like, yeah. To recognize it's like, yeah, now now we're here. What would I like now? You get to do it again. Right? You are you're always, you know, in, in that thing, right? That's how we create our experience. But you know, it's like, okay, wow, this this cool. Yeah. Look, look how far we've 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 come. So what's next, you know? And you know, that's that's a that's a great place to kind of finish up the podcast too, Alvaro is that's why I'm such a big fan of goals and stretch goals. So if you have like a big, and th this goes back to Jim Collins again, big, hairy, audacious goals is what they call it. B-hags uh, is what it's, they call it short for. And it's great to have those things, those big missions, the big uh, core purpose that you want. But then what is the little goal that actually is achievable so that you can actually say success? Sometimes those of us that are achievers, uh, really pushing ourselves, and many of us do this, and we put this big thing there to, and I used to do this and I'd say, oh, even if I fall short, I'm still going to be successful because, you know, I'm not hitting it. But there's something about the celebration to hit the win, to finish the game. And if you never finish your game, then you can't fully complete and celebrate that success. And so I love that you're bringing this up big, Alvaro, that uh, success in our mind is different. Uh, it's just what is in the mind. So the big thing to add to this is ask for what you would like 
and then set some smaller goals that are achievable so that this way you get to celebrate more. So make 2021 a, a year celebration will be really healthy for your mindset and to be able to celebrate every week. And you can still have that big, really big go uh, goal. And if you get there, then that's bonus. But allow yourself to just have the simple things in life and hit those milestones and then celebrate those in, in a significant way, whatever that is for you, like a special meal, or maybe you get a massage or you do something, some self-love, you know, uh, taking care of yourself, or maybe you invest in coaching, you know, and you get someone to be there with you, whatever it is, I'm just saying, put out some kind of gift to yourself uh, to further celebrate. So I, I love that, Alvaro. Is there any other finishing points, like really quick as we uh, finish this, any other things that Alvaro feels complete, Giovanni, anything? So I think that the thing is, write down what you would like. Ask yourself, what will having that do for you? Several times, most likely will be good, even more than that. And let that be written, you know, do that as a journal exercise or do it as a family, like ask each other or in your business with your colleagues or business partners. And then, um, and then give yourself, if you want a big old goal for the year, go ahead, but then allow yourself to have some sort of weekly or monthly things. Alvaro, you got one more thing to add? Yeah, well, no. It, what came to mind is like, notice when you're happy. Notice. Mm -hmm. So like, hey, this, this feels good. Hey, notice, notice, notice and acknowledge. That's what I would say. I'm smiling. <laughs> you know, I did, I did. No, it's a good, I'm glad you brought that up because one thing, my intuitive nature, you know how like we know things and I've done lots of episodes on this and you can look back, but um, just to reinforce what you're saying, when, when I look back at uh, my intuition, I notice that I have these thoughts and they tend to be correct. So I tried to give myself permission to notice when I knew the, the outcome before it happened. And so I would say, oh my gosh. I, and I started noticing that I would get like kind of like a goosebump feeling in my body. And so now when I'm like, oh, I got, I got that chills or I got that movement of energy inside my body, I would acknowledge it because then it gave me permission to acknowledge my intuition and it did work. Now I notice I make quicker decisions. I'm able to see what I think is uh, proper. And you know what? It's worked. And I've also noticed when I deny it, when I feel that feeling and I'm like, no, I don't want to do it that way. And then I do it the other way and it's way harder. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have listened. And so I've been able to have that noticing, but you know, I've never thought about it that way. So I love what you just added into my life, Alvaro. And for everyone else listening is to even just notice when you're smiling, notice when you're happy and say, I'm happy. Like, you don't have to say it out loud, but you can, I would, why not? I'm happy, you know, like, but uh, I probably will. And I've been in meetings I'm in meetings, even sometimes with a newer person or a potential client. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm getting like an intuitive hit. Like I'm feeling into my body and I'll put myself out there, even sound ridiculous. But I allowed myself to say it out loud, gave myself permission to do that so that I could reinforce it in my body. And I would even tell people, hey, sorry, I said that out loud because I'm just reinforcing my own intuition. intuition. And then it gave permission for others to say, oh, yeah, I should do that too. So, you know, I would encourage people to say, hey, I'm happy. You know, uh, why wouldn't we say that more in 2021? We're, we're spreading happiness just by doing that. We're acknowledging it ourselves. I think that's a great thing to add for anybody that wants to take that on and, and share with us, share with Alvaro and Giovanni and I how uh, some of these ideas have brought forth into your life. We want to have these conversations on social media, wherever you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and, you know, uh, put some comments in there like, what you like from this, and then also what's worked for you as you come back, 
you know, in the course of the next couple of weeks, let us know what works. Or if you have follow-up questions, we really want uh, more uh, to engage with all of you more in this new year. We look forward to continuing to serve you with this podcast. And also go ahead and put comments if you want some new things. If you're like, hey, I want to know about this or ask us questions. That's going to drive the content of this show so we can co-create this together for what you need. So the More Business, More Life podcast is here for just that. How do we have the abundance we want and the life that we want at the same time without sacrifice? We're going to continue to hold that core uh, through this year. And I just want a, a big thanks to Alvaro and Giovanni for being on another episode with me. Pleasure. And we're going to continue through the new year to go help as many people as we can. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.